Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Hey, what's going on, home team? This is your boy, Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. That's right, family and friends. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majow's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. The following program will change the way you think and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listener's discretion is advised. Listening to Brother Don present with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio.
It is now time for Brother Dom Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Without him, none of this would be possible. 
None of it would be possible. He is the one that is in the driver's seat, and I'm just thankful that he's navigating this thing called life in the driver's seat of my life. And I want to give a shout-out to my amazing first lady, my bride, for just holding the family down and doing the things that she does, seeing God bring her up and grow her in this season. And I want to give a shout-out to Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi over there at TPV for even giving Brother Don Presents an opportunity and, 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 a, and a chance to come before you, family. Uh, just great people. I love them. They embraced me in the family. It's been about a year ago now. Uh, and they just embraced me and, and, and loved on me and just made me feel, you know, like, God was really wanting to do something in my life, and I just thank TPV for that, giving us the avenue, the resources, and a platform that Brother Don and Pastor Gene can come and present this to you. And I can't forget the radio bishop himself, Willie Horn, out there in California, and the Brew Crew guys and doing what they do. Uh, awesome men of God, their, their labor. You know, the Bible says the workers are many, but the laborers are few. And these guys are laboring. Each and every morning they come to bring the word of God. They invited me in also. They taught me a lot the short time I was with them. I'm just thankful for the men. I'm just thankful for the men of God being in my life because I know as I continue to pray for them, they're praying for me. And I want to give a shout-out to my children. I'm sorry, I can't forget my children, they have been a real blessing in my life, and I'm just honored and thankful that God uh, trusted them to me to be their father in this season of their lives and this season of my life. I'm just thankful for each and every one of them. And, family, I'm thankful for you. I am thankful for you, family. You are the ones that allow us to be here each and every week. You are the ones that God puts on our hearts throughout the week to bring the word of God to you each and every week. And I just want to thank you for your support. I got to give you a shout out for all that you do. And don't forget, remember to vote SPIN Awards. You can go to uh, uh, com on the website. I'm sure there's some information on how you can vote and um just go ahead and, and vote, you know, because we're just a small station. We're just, I met Pastor Chris a year ago, and he had a vision, and he had faith. And I said, brother, that's all you need. And here we are today, just an awesome, awesome, awesome thing God is doing over there in Texas. And uh, go and vote. Show your support. And it's not any bragging rights on our behalf. We just want to show the world what God can do. We want to show them if we got five smooth stones in our bag, what God can really do for us. Amen. Well, Pastor Gene, I got all my shout outs. I did not know if you wanted to give some shout outs before we get this thing crunk up. If you do, you have the floor. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm just excited to be here uh, on the line today, thanking God for another opportunity to minister his word. Um, I just want to uh, give um, Christ for everything that he's done for us all and uh, to allow us the freedom and the liberty that we have. I just want to thank God for the uh, relationship, the opportunity that uh, Pastor Chris and Shanice has given us. And, uh, I, and you know, brother, I thank God for you today. I thank God for you inviting Amen. me to come on 
and um, uh, and, and assist you and learn from you and glean from you. And I, I thank God for my family. I thank God for my spiritual family as well as my natural family. And I'm, yeah. I'm just excited today about what God is doing in the midst of it all. Amen. 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 Uh, family, I, I, I stand corrected. Um, the uh, place you can go and vote is thespinawards.com. Thespinawards.com. And if they have it broke down in different categories. All you got to do is uh, look for the psalmist's voice, reload it, and vote. You can vote uh, different categories. Um, you can vote different times, you know. So it's the spinawards.com. Go ahead and go out there and vote. Just show everybody what God can do. He can take a little bit and do a whole lot, and that's what he's done here at TPB. Um, just excited to even be able to present that to you this morning or this afternoon, family, that we have that opportunity. So go vote, spinawards.com, the psalmist's voice, reloaded. He's out there. Go ahead and vote. And I just want to touch base real quick before we get started. Um, there's several ways to access not only Brother Don Presents, but all of the TPV ministry. Um, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. And you can listen there, or you can go to the website, which is www.tpvradionetwork.com, and you can also listen to us there. I know we had um, mentioned Live 365, but unfortunately there was some technical difficulties going on with 365. It's still The radio network is still out there. You can go Live 365 and listen to the network, but some of the as Pastor Chris was explaining to me, some of the shows aren't um, actually going live there. They're, they're working it out. We'll keep you updated if you have the app on your phone or your computer where you can go back and uh, access when we will be live. Or, family, if if you want to, you can always call. And we, we encourage callers. We really do. Um, the number for that is 515-605-9873. That's 515-605-9873. And uh, we would love to hear from you, family. We, me, me and my sister, you know, that's, that's our yearning is for you and the things of God for you. you know? So we want to hear it. We want to hear growth. We want to hear questions. We want to hear concerns. And we just want to hear, God bless you, I love you guys. Keep it up. Just encouragement. We would love to hear it no matter what. And also, if you have any questions that um, you'd like for us to address, any areas of uh, trouble or some things that you don't quite understand or you're trying to get through, you can go on the website, www.tpvradionetwork.com, and you can leave a message there, and we will return it uh, promptly, or if we're not, we will address it on the show, on the air. So go out there. We we want to hear from you, family. We want to see what God is doing in your life. Well, family, I'm just really pressed today, as, and before we get started, just to open up in a word of prayer. Uh, the Holy Spirit has been really dealing with me most of the morning about that, because I think with 
what we're bringing. This just isn't um, a five-point sermon, pie in the sky, make you feel good, tell you how you're going to be blessed. No, this is what we're bringing now. And I was telling Sharon with my sister, I feel in my spirit is more of a warning, like a warning bell that's being rung in the spirit about this word complacency. Because I knew it was dangerous. I knew the word, the place, the attitude, spiritually it was very dangerous. But I really didn't get a chance to unfold it until we started looking and studying and dissecting it uh, with the word of truth to see exactly how dangerous it is. You know, it's just like one of you family running into a burning building. We're not going to let you run in. We're going to at all costs run and grab you and hold you and tell you. So this is kind of where we're at today. So I want to just open up in a word of prayer. Father God, I just thank you this day. I just thank you for this opportunity. I just thank you, Lord, for choosing us, me and my sisters this day, to bring this word. But right now, Lord, we move ourselves out the way. Holy Spirit, this is the opportunity that you come in and you teach this word. You share with the people and start opening hearts, eyes and minds and ears to receive this word, this word of complacency, Lord, that the enemy has used as a tactic against your people for far too long, Lord. That this word today as we begin to share with the family, we'll start breaking yokes of bondage that will start setting people free, that lives can be turned truly back to you, Jesus, that they can live the life abundantly that you gave your life for, that you paid the price with your life. And I just thank you for this ministry, Lord. I just thank you for this platform. I ask you to continue to bless it, Lord and reaching people and touching lives. That's what it's about, Lord. You said in your word, you mandated us to go and make disciples of all men, not just an audience, but disciples. And we just pray that this word is a discipling word today in the hearts of those that may be listening. We pray that it is a rhema word for those that may be listening to change things, to move things in their life. And I just thank you, Lord, and I ask you to bless this time we're here today. I ask you to anoint it with your presence here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you know, sis, we've been, we've, been, we've been talking, you know, in the last couple of weeks about uh, complacency. And I think where we left off last week, we talked about how the enemy used complacency complacency to destroy unity. He used the complacency to make disunity because we know that the things in the word, it all calls for unity. And I happened to read John 17 over again, and we're going to touch it, a little bit of it today. But it's all about being unified. That's where the power is, family, unity. So we're going to cover some scripture today. We're going to we're going to walk through uh, quite a bit of scripture. So have your Bibles handy, your phones, your tablet, whatever you um, have that to to get the word of God. Just make sure you got it handy because we're gonna we're gonna walk through this a uh, lot of scripture today. Amen. But the thing that when we we left about how 
uh, unity is broken and it causes disunity. But the thing, though, that I want to touch on today, family, and I shared a little bit of this with my sister offline, is that complacency will cause blindness. That's a very, very, very dangerous thing to be blinded. And what I'm talking about is blinded spiritually. Your spiritual eyes will have calluses. Your spiritual eyes will be covered up. They'll have scales on them where you can't see the things of God. The only things that you can see are things that are superficial. And you're not able to see the things spiritually. And when you get like that, you're not able to see where God is bringing you from one place to the next. And that is the danger, one of the first dangers we're going to touch on here today. Because I had to go through this this week, family. I had to see where I was spiritually blind. I had to have the scales ripped off my eyes because of the place of complacency I had in certain areas of my life. It caused me to be blind. And there's one thing that you will know if you haven't figured it out by now. Here at Brother Don Presents, we are transparent. We're not ashamed. We're, we're not ashamed to tell you. We went through it. We struggled through it. We're fighting through it. We're going through it. I don't think TPV Ministries, all the ministers I heard, we're very transparent here. We're not holier than thou, holier than thou, or better than anyone else. We're just bringing the word of God as we yield ourselves, and He gives it to us. So, but that's what I want to touch on: how it can make you spiritually blind. And if you go to Revelation 3.17, and this is where God was talking to the church of, I believe it's Laodicea. Did I get that right, sis, in Revelation 3.17? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, and, and the danger here is if you can't see what God wants you to see, then you have to formulate a belief system based on the lie that you're trying to see or the enemy will bring. See, because the truth is supposed to come in a form of light. But when you're in a complacent stage, when you allow complacency to root hold in your life, the only thing that you can see is darkness. And the only thing that lies in darkness is a lie. The truth cannot be in darkness. The truth is in light. So, that's what we're going to touch on today. Did you have anything you wanted to add, sis, while, we, uh, while we're here talking about uh, how complacency makes you blind? Uh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we covered, we covered um, I said in the beginning of the program, we covered how disunity caused, uh, complacency caused disunity. Now we're going to see how it causes blindness. Now I want you to turn to your Bible. I'm going to break out my, I'm going to flip some pages with you today, family. Um, Let's go to the book of Numbers. And I want to be in the 13th chapter. 
start at the 17th verse. Now, this is a portion of scripture that um, we, we, you know, covered in Sunday school. We, we've heard it preached many ways and different angles and different things pulled out. And, you know, it's, it's very familiar to us is what I'm getting at. Uh, starting at verse 17 in chapter 13, it says that Moses sent them out to spy the land of Canaan and said to them, go up this way into the south and go up into the mountains and see what the Lord is like, whether the people who dwell in that are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit it are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, and whether we and whether there are forests, there are not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now this time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron, Amaya and Shishai, and Talmyah, the descendants of Ank were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Ishkar, and they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called Valley of Ishkar, Ishkar because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And then and they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now pay attention here, family. Listen close. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh. They brought back word to them and all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, we went out to the land where you where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Ant there. Then the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Jebusite, Hittites and Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. Mountains of the Canaanites dwell in the sea along the banks of the Jordan. Now, Caleb, now I'm reading, let's see, 2 verse 30 here in chapter 13. Then Caleb quietly quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. See, the thing that I want to touch on here and the reason I read so much of that scripture is because I had to set a backdrop. You know, sometimes if all you see is what you see, then you haven't seen all there is to see. Because complacency won't allow you to see what all there is to see. See, see the, 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 the spies that were sent out seen what they believed in their belief system. They couldn't see what God could see for them. See, because they had a promise behind them. But they couldn't see the promise. They All they seen was giants. And they couldn't see God in the situation. 
And that is the critical thing about being complacent and it causing blindness. You cannot see God in the situation. You'll just see what you formulated with your belief system through different mandates and lies and false doctrine and all that other stuff. See, and the thing about, the one thing I, I, I looked at this scripture and I, and I seen, complacency has to be fed by other complacent people. If you can get people on board to feed in their complacency, it will leave you there stuck. It needs to be fed. So, you know, sis, I, when I was looking at this, and, and I think I shared this with you earlier this week about complacency um, needs to be fed in, in terms of you only can hear or you're only around those that it, it, they're like, it's like a drawing. You know, complacency draws the um, other complacent people, and then when you come out of that place, then you reject it. Can you touch on that a minute, sir? Um, I believe so. Um, I can even, I believe you, uh, as an example, what the um, children of Israel were experiencing right there uh, as they began to enter the promise of God. Um, mm-hmm. Even if we look at that, let's look at what the company, let's look at the people. You have the spies right. that went out, right? Right. And when they right. came back, they were divided in their opinion. Right. They were divided in their opinion. And so we see the fruit of, of, of compromise already manifesting, and they were about to enter into the promises of God. They were about to enter right. into what God promised them that he would give mm-hmm. to them. But be, because right. of that complacency, it gives you a false sense of security. Meaning, now let's look at the no. children of Israel. They were saying, we'd rather stay here in the wilderness or go back to Egypt and suck on onions and, and, instead of entering into the promised land and suck on grapes. Mm, 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 mm. And, wow. But they Amen. were right. God had been faithful to them, even though throughout the journey they they were in a place of complacency, where they gumped, right. they grumbled, they complained, and uh, they were never grateful for what God was God's provision to them. A trip that originally, from what scholars are saying, should have taken more no more than two weeks, took forty years. So, you right. know, we since we're learning from the position of complacency. Let's just see that. Let complacency gives you a false sense of security when you don't mm-hmm. even know that danger is in your midst. Amen. Mm. Amen. You're, you're satisfied where you are, and you don't even mm. recognize that danger is approaching you. Mm. That's one of the definitions of, of complacency. And when you're in that mm-hmm. state of complacency, brother, remember, you can't hear God's voice. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Amen? Exactly. So Amen. That's one of the reasons that you're not aware of danger, because you're insensitive to the voice of God. Mm. So here we have the children of God. And they are about to enter into the promises of God, not what Moses said, 
because, uh, you know, God had given it to um, God himself wanted to uh, interact with his people. Amen. Right. Amen. So they have seen the power of God manifest itself. Even if, if for nothing else, even if they didn't believe in God when he dried up the Red Sea, even when if they didn't mm. believe um, in God when he destroyed the same people uh, uh, that they were now afraid of, amen, mm. he, they still have believed in the fact that he fed them. He fed wow. them man supernatural food, amen? That, but but amen. when you're in a place of complacency, God can do all of that for you, but you're still spiritually dull and not able to recognize that it's the hand of God upon your life. Man, isn't that, that something? Strong. Yeah, that sounds that, pretty strong that it's in the Word, yeah, amen? That's yeah, that's the Word. And, and that's what we want to draw out, sis. I ain't mean to cut you off, but you know, that's really something. It just made me stop and reflect a minute. All the times I've seen God move in my life, but then in those areas where I allow complacency to set in, I become just like the Israelites in, in uh, Numbers 14, um, where they wanted to go back to bondage. Huh. They and suck on when I realized that they would prefer to suck onions than to suck grapes, that said a lot to me. Man. They'd rather go wow. back and be slaves than to be free. Ain't that something? Yeah, they would rather wow. go back where they would face certain death. Amen? Amen. Amen. See, that's, yeah. that's the, remember, one of the definitions of complacency is you're deceived. Right. You're deceived. When you're deceived, you think wrong is right and right is wrong. Mm. Wow. Wow. So, so that goes back to solidify the fact that they formulated their belief system. It was so backwards that they thought it was better to be in bondage than to receive the things from God. And, and yep. you know, and, and that's what really, really kind of overtakes me right now. And I hope it's, it's speaking to you, family, as well right now, how sometimes we can be so dull, as, as, as my sister said, and so blind, we'd rather go and confide in the things of the world than the things of God, things that were promised to us, things that are available to us, things that are... Um, that was set out and, and, and aired or willed to us, you know, we allow complacency to come in and have us so backwards, we'd rather partake in things that are not of God than to partake in the things of God. Yeah, and, brother, you know, you know, speaking to the division, the ones that were, um, the ones out of that place of not trusting God, were greater than the one, the two that were willing to trust God. So we're right, talking about right. the strife now. You're talking about the strife now, amen? Uh, the, amen. And the continuous part of the complacency. You know, they were like, well, basically this is what they said. Well, yeah, but God gave us the land. But, you know, there are giants there. Yeah, you know, right. yeah, there are fruit and provisions, but, and that's complacency. 
It doesn't trust let me, God. Let me read this. Let me, let me read this. And this is, this is really piggybacking and confirming what you're saying in Numbers 14, uh, 1 through 4. Let me read that real quick. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if we only had died in the land of Egypt, if we only, if, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. They were ready to go. Yep. They were ready to go. A total disregard for God. Not one would say, let's seek the face of God. No one said that. No one. And see, that's what I'm saying. The complacency has a voice that makes you think you got the answer, that you have no need of fire of the Lord. Wow, that's good there. I like that one. That's good. Praise God. That is awesome. That is awesome. Because they even went so far to say, let us elect a man, let us elect a pastor or bishop or somebody to get us there and not wait on God, even though we've seen God move. Just like you were saying, they ate supernatural manna, food from heaven. They walked in their yeah. shoes, never wore out. Yep. Yep. They walked through the Red Sea on dry land. And you know, family, I'm going to just go on a little rabbit trail here to just let you know the significance of how walking across, when it says they walked across the Red Sea on dry land, is if anybody's ever been in the water or, or, or beaches or anything, the bottom of that, even if the water dries up on low tide, the, the, the earth is still mucky. You can't walk on it very easy. But the word said they walked across on dry land. And I know it's just a little tidbit, but when when you when you think about what God has really done for them, and, and let's 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 flip the script here real quick, family. Think about what God has done for you and where he's brought you out of. Yeah, we complain, but are you most of the time we complain out of that place of complacency. Same thing Israel has been doing. We what we have all the old sayings in our bag. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck. Or I take two steps forward and, and three steps back. You know, all of that stuff comes out of a place of complacency. That's not designed for you. We are you know, brother, We are to be victorious. Go ahead. And you know, brother, here's a voice of complacency in the body of Christ. I know I need to change. I know I yeah. need to stop. I know, I know, I know, I know, are you hearing me? I know, yeah. I know, yeah. I know I need yeah. to change. I know I got to yeah. stop doing this. Are you hearing me? That's the yeah. voice right yeah. there of complacency. You know, the only time you say it is when you get caught. Other than that, you're satisfied <laughs> with what you're doing. You're I mean, I'm just saying, brother. I'm just saying. We're talking about complacency, and we gotta, we yeah. gotta see all the ways that complacency manifests in our lives. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. But you're we so, got to When that voice is speaking, you're so separated from God. You're not fellowshipping with him. You're not, uh, uh, you're, you're not praying. Amen. You're not giving God Amen. any time. So, you know, that's a back-sitting, back-slitting place of complacency. I know one mm. day I'm going to get it together. I'm going to get it together one day. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. No regard for how it's affecting the people around you. No right. regard for the fact that you're being a hindrance oh, and an offense in the body of Christ. Amen? Mm. Amen. Amen. And, and, and I mean, you know, even when you go to the consequences of the ten foolish uh, spies, what did it do? Mm. It caused God's wrath to be stirred against the people that he had preserved in the wilderness. And he came down, and what did he say? I've heard your mm. railing and complaining all these years. It's come up mm. to my ears, and he said, and now you will not. Enter into the land that I promised, but you shall right. have exactly what's come out of your mouth all of these years. And he Ooh. turned them back into the wilderness, and exactly what they spoke is what they got. Their bodies did right. what? They, amen. They were destroyed amen. in the wilderness. Mm. Amen. 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 And you know, so we, you, so it, 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 it's okay to be complacent until we see the fruit of it. <laughs> amen. God is good, amen. Wow. Amen. Yeah. And, and you know, I want to read this. And, and, and this, this is the Lord talking to you. Because this was the Lord talking to me. And I want to read this scripture, and it just really kind of stands out among um, all the other uh, portions of scripture. And that's in, it's, we're still in the book of Numbers, chapter 14 and verse 11. Now, this is the Lord talking to you, and I want you to take it and make it personal, family. I want you to really open up and let this word be personal. And if you receive this as being a personal word, it will really start to move on you. And that's Numbers 14 verse 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them. Now that scripture really just really hit me when I was looking at it and we're studying complacency because in that place of complacency, it really is when you, as we've been talking about it, it is a rejection of the Lord. You can sound churchy. You can say all the right things, but if you are not receiving, that means you're a place of complacency, and that means you're a, complac- a place of rejection of the Lord. How long will you reject him? How long will you not believe him? After all the things that he brought you through in your life, 
after all the things that he has done for you in your life. See, and this is this is just this is what really got me in the in the Holy Spirit ministering to me. You know that that's that's where our worship should be. And what he's done for us. That's where our word our heartfelt worship in spirit and in truth, that should be for what he's brought us through. Not just a good song with a good hook and and and, and a, a, a few good verses in the song that we listen to, but coming from a heart mm-hmm. to really worship. You can't worship when you're in that place of complacency because you're rejection, and that's what really uh-huh. hit me. So what has our worship been? <laughs> really, what has, has it has it been more of a ritual? Has it been more of a religious duty? Just to appease a few people around you, just so they know, well, you know, Pastor Gene wasn't really worshiping over there that hard today. Brother Don, uh, his worship was a little short today. So, you know, we get in and we dig in, but we're just complacent and wrong as two left shoes. So that's what really stood out to me is a lot of times we don't take time to reflect and I think that place of complacency doesn't allow you to, to see what God has done. You know, I can complain about what I don't have right now. I can complain about where, um, what I need right now. But when I now that I look at this message, and this message has been setting me free from that yoke and bondage of complacency to the point where I'm thankful, I'm grateful, I'm humble. I'm more humble, more thankful, more grateful now than I've ever been, no matter what it looks like. No matter what you, it seems like, I'm not going to buy into the lie to say that I'm less than. I'm not going to buy into the lies to say I can't achieve. I'm not going to buy into them lies to say, well, you don't have enough education or experience. I'm a conqueror. I'm a mighty man of valor. In Christ Jesus, I am all these things. And I could not see that from a place of complacency where I was. And my sister ministered something to me earlier today um, that, that um, you know, the thing, before I get there, I, I wanted to go in another direction. I'm sorry, fam, I was getting too excited too far ahead. And you know, another thing that I learned and I looked about complacency, complacency kills faith. It doesn't allow faith to operate. It doesn't allow your faith to operate. And when word says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I think that this might touch a lot of people, sis, that um, um, I want to read this. I want to read this before I touch on it. I'm still in the book of Numbers, chapter 14, and I'm going to be reading six through nine. Now, this is after the first five came back with their report. And I'm going to show you what a person that is not complacent or a person that refuses complacency to stand in their heart. I'm, I'm, I want you to see the difference here. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of uh, Japheneth, who were among 
those who had spied out the land tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into his land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And I don't know if you can feel it, family, but that is powerful. That is powerful. See, and that's where I go back to that blindness. See, the first five they can only see from a superficial standpoint. And the giants do look big. They look unconquerable. They look like they you'll be defeated going against them. But when you trust in the Lord and you're not in you don't allow complacency to set in your heart, everything is a victory, no matter how it looks. Everything will be victorious no matter what everybody else says. Amen. That was just powerful to me, sis. I don't know if you had something you wanted to add in there. You know, I do. I uh, Even in that story, uh, uh, God is just showing me so much revelation with the children of Israel since you brought it up. I want to see Amen. sometimes people think you're just, you're putting, putting words on scripture that, that you can't really get a revelation from that particular situation, but I want to show you where the the complacency really manifested in the children of Israel. Amen. And and because we can see it in us when we see this this illustration, when the children of mm-hmm. Israel, when when Moses went up to get the law, Amen. When he went to go into mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord, Amen. The children of amen. Israel. At one point, they said, well, you go, and you get it, and bring it back, and we'll do it. Go back and read it. They did not want to, they did not want any parts of God. They wanted Moses to go and get it, and then bring it back to them. And then they would do it, so they said. And so that's where you find us in the church, Okay. We're, we don't want to seek God for ourselves, but we don't mind going to church every Sunday and every Sunday, amen, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, come on. And, and want that pastor to come in or whoever to come and give us that word. And then in our thinking, because we're deceived, because we're not seeking that relationship, that personal relationship, we'll do it. But basically, mm-hmm. we are just like the Israelites. I'll do it if I want to do it. If I don't want to do it, then I won't do it. And what we really find is that when Moses went away to get before the Lord on behalf of the Israelites, they manifested what was really in their hearts. Amen? That's, That's when right. they That's began right. to construct the golden calf, and they began to mm-hmm. go back to the gods of Egypt. Uh-huh. Amen. So, Man is that out of that place of where we're not considering God worth the knowing, where we we are we're allowing someone else to go and get what God has for us and bring it to us, Amen. 
There's another mm-hmm. God that's resonating in our heart. There's another God there. Mm. Are you hearing me? Yeah, 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 yeah. God of religion that's forming. Amen. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it real because religion thinks it already knows. Religion congratulates itself for what it's done. Amen. Religion does not need for God because it thinks it already has God. Mm. So is that not the prime definition of complacency? Absolutely. But you're you're deceived to the point you don't even know that danger is on you? Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So true. So true. That's I mean, so what, what, what is so because people, when you're in a, a state of complacency, it's hard for you to see that you're complacent. Right. So when right. Feel right. Like this, it, it's food for thought. It gives you something mm-hmm. to think about and maybe compare. Gives you a comparison, something to do some comparison. You know, some comparison. Right. Do I? Am I content with just going to church and less, and listening to the word, but not mm. doing anything, not being convicted by what I hear? Am I content to just pay my money, pay my dues, pay my tithes, pay for the anniversary, mm. pay for this, pay for that? Am I content in that? Mm. Is that word convicting me? Is that word challenging me to change? Can I see my mm. shortcomings? Is my relationship growing with the Lord? The way we the word is, 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 is for you to check and see where you are with that word. Right. Because I think right. I'm not complaining all day long, but the word will convict me, brother, and show me whether I am or whether I'm not. True. So true. So true. That's good. That's good. Good statement. Wow, family, we've been we've been hitting it real hard. Um, and like I said, you know the where we're coming from is more of a warning. And, and me and my sister discussed this offline. And it's not to pick on you. It's not to throw stones at you, but mainly a warning because you know we want to see everybody get this. We really want to see everybody get it in. You know because. We're in critical times, and and it's time out to 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 all this patty cake playing around, you know. And we've got to get serious about some of these things. And this message, this word here today, is that warning, that seriousness, that that's much needed within the body of Christ. Well, family, we uh we didn't hit it hard. We didn't give you a lot to chew on. I think what this what we'll do right now is we're gonna take a quick break. And don't go nowhere. Stay locked in. Stay tuned up. We want you to get the last half of this. Um, we're going to start touch on some more things that, that are really, really dynamic and foundational. So stay right there, and we will be right back. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on, on Radio. This is ARV. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio.
never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on TPP Radio. Well, we are back. We pray that you, uh, you enjoyed the praise break, awesome, awesome gospel music that you can get on the Psalmist Voice uh, radio network on Live 365. Just a very, very good, good, well-rounded selection of gospel, praise, and worship music. And at TPV, they really, really kind of specialize in independent artists, so get out there and listen to it. I'm, I'm sure you'll be well pleased. Well, family, we've been we've been covering a lot here. We've been we've been going over some real fundamental stuff, some dynamic stuff that the Holy Spirit is just moving. I feel it moving, and I'm just praying right now that it's moving in your life as you listen to this program today, because. There are some things, you know, we could come with uh, you know, how you're going to be blessed and what God's going to do for you and, and all of this. And, and, and you know, that's not, that's not the time right now. The time is, let's get it right, folks. Let's really get it right. We got an opportunity to get it right. And, you know, in things in life, as you know, as I know, you don't get too many opportunities to just sit back and get it right. But, you know, we, we serve an awesome God. He's, he's uh, one that will give us numerous chances. And I believe this is one of them for the whole body to say, you know, hey, let's, let's sit down and look at what we've been doing. Let's examine where we're at. And you know what? When things get back, let's get it right this time. Let's not just go back into that same old place of complacency but we can go in spirit-led, spirit-filled, and we can really, really have what the body was meant to do rather than just sit back, you know, like my sister was saying, you know, sitting on your pew, your favorite pew, and paying your dues, your tithes, or whatever, and not getting anything out of it. It's time out for that. It's time out uh, um, for that. You know, because we have to get, we're responsible for this. And we have to get it right. Amen? Well, this, this, uh, this brings me to another place um, um, of complacency, the dangers of complacency. And when the Lord ministered this to me, I about fell out of my chair, literally. I was just blown away. Because it's something that I've aspired for ever since I asked Jesus to come into my life and my heart. And when I let life get a hold of me and when I let the world get a hold of me in my walk and I started to become complacent, and as I'm studying this, this just dropped me out of my chair. And this is what I'm talking about, family. Another issue or danger of being complacent is this. When you are complacent, 
And I'm going to ask my sister to get out the definition um, while I'm reading this. Um, When you are complacent, you cannot stand in the place of authority that was given to us by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You cannot stand in that place of authority that was laid down for us. I hope you still got your Bibles open because we're going to be in the book of Matthew, verse 28. I don't know, whenever you uh, get that definition uh, ready, sis, just let me know. Um, the one you had on complacency. But I'm going to read uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And this is what really dropped me out of my seat when I learned about complacency and I read this scripture and what complacency was doing to me in my life. It just really floored me. And Matthew twenty-eight eighteen goes, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in my name, and baptize, I'm sorry, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. But I want, you to, I want to look at verse 18 because at first, I want to look at that one first because that was the one that really floored me. You know, I've read this, I can't remember how many times that I've read this, but that place of complacency didn't allow me to see what I needed to see and hear what I needed to hear. And I'm hoping what we've ministered today will open up your ears and your heart when I read this verse again. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. This was the same Jesus you accepted when you were standing there knowing you needed a Savior, knowing you needed salvation. The same Jesus. And if you haven't received him yet, this is what Jesus, our Lord and Savior, said. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. But being in a place of complacency, you don't you're not allowed to stand in that authority. You got it yet, sis? The definition? Uh I, I have the definition of complacency, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, it says it's marked by self satisfaction especially when accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. Uh, it goes on to say um, uh, it, it causes you to be apathetic, casual, disinterested, indifferent, insensible, insensitive, uh, unconcerned, and uninterested. 
Wow. Wow. And, and you know, you know and, brother. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, the thing, one of the things that God began to really show us this week, uh, when you're, when you've lived in that place of complacency, and then you try to, uh, when you try to come out of it on your own and your own ability without considering God, without repenting for finding yourself in that state of complacency because there's so much rebellion in it, it's not taking any responsibility. Amen? Uh, Amen. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, it, it, and so you're not taking responsibility even for your own salvation. Amen? So. Right. Right, when right. you when you're in when you found yourself in that state, what you do is you begin to uh, give in to sin. You begin to compromise with sin. You have that don't care attitude, and you begin to see sin around you. It doesn't bother you, and then after a while, that sin infiltrates you. Amen. And then you Amen. go from that place when you're complacent. You go from the place of being uh, even convicted of sin. And if that conviction is not there, then you can't repent. Amen. Right. Right. So right, right, when right. you when and, and one of the things God showed me this week, in my own personal life, when I begin to compromise with the sins of others, Amen. Mm, come on. Then uh, and then I I I come to myself, and then I try to come away from that place of complacency. It causes mm. those people to begin to attack me. Wow. Meaning, okay, yesterday you were okay with this, but now today you're not okay with it. Amen? So that's Amen. one of those things that we can do in our own strength and our own ability. Amen? When we, Because when we are complacent, we compromise with sin. And, mm. and then it, it gives people the impression that we're self-righteous. You understand that? Oh, okay, so yesterday it was all right, and now today it's not all right. So you self-righteous, and they, they begin to think that we're hypocritical. So God began to show me that when once I acknowledge my sin of complacency, and then I want to come away from that, I have to humble myself, repent to him, because, number one, he's the one that I sinned against, and then I have to pray for him to give me the wisdom to walk away from that place of complacency. Because right. if I'm trying to do it in my own ability, guess what? Those people that I compromise with are constantly pulling me back to that place. And I, in my mm. own fleshly ability, do not have uh, the, the wisdom or the know-how to stand. So I have to turn myself into the Lord and say, God, I see where I have uh, walked away from your standard of righteousness. I want to return, and I ask you to forgive me, Lord God, and give me the wisdom to walk out of this place of complacency. Wow. And trust him with the process. Amen. Amen. It's a serious thing. We can't decide today I'm going to be, you know, righteous and holy, but tomorrow I think I'll go over here and compromise uh, what other people's sin because I want them to like me. Right, right. You're giving your authority away. You're talking about authority. Then you give your authority away when we live that way because God sees it as, what, being double-minded? 
Amen. Absolutely. He sees it as us being lukewarm. He sees it as mm-hmm. us straddling the fence. Amen. We're neither hot mm-hmm. nor cold. Amen. When you're complacent, Amen. that's your state. That's your state of being. Right. And it's that God finds no pleasure in that. So if God doesn't find a, any pleasure in it, then how can he anoint you with authority? He's Come not going to do that so you can operate in it. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Wow, wow. You know, and and that's one of the things that 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 I was saying is that when we're complacent, we're standing outside of righteousness, and that strips all the authority from us. Wow, amen. that that is that is really man. That's a dynamic saying. Well, Pastor Chris, I don't know if we have any callers on the line. Um, just checking in with you if we have any callers. Um, and we'll turn the floor over to you right now if we have callers. If not, we will we'll keep on going through this thing called complacency. Amen? Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, we do have a caller on the line. So caller 9043, 9043, you're on the line with Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. God bless you. Ninety forty three, ninety forty three. You're on the air, caller. If you're just listening, just let us know you're just you're here to uh, listen to the program, and we'll go on. And I think that's probably what they're doing. So I'll put them back <laughs> on mute. Thank you for calling, caller, and back to you, brother Don and Pastor Gene. Yes, you know, when we, we bring you in, Carlos, we're not trying to embarrass you or put you on the spot. You know, if you don't, if you just want to listen, God bless you, just just um, listen. But if there was somebody there that called, and we want to give them an opportunity to say something. But, sis, I want to park right here for a minute because you said something that's just kind of hanging over me that I can't get through. How do... Or how do we answer that question that somebody might have out of there that they say, you know what, Brother Don, Pastor Gene, everything that you've been talking about, complacency, I see it in my life. I see it. How do I come out of this? What is the fix for my problem? How would you address that, sis? I would say the beginning is to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And, and and then take it to the Lord, amen. Or or uh, position yourself with someone who has a revelation of it, and then you begin to learn of the Lord. You study it. You seek it. You seek His Word, and 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 most of all, you see how God feels about it. And a lot of times, brother, when we see it the way God sees it, then we don't want any part of it if we're really His children, amen. So and and then even in that place because it's such it puts you in such a stupor, amen. It puts you in a place where you don't care one way or the other. So you have to uh, repentance is important because it pulls you away from that place that 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 stupor that place of stupor that makes you stupid, right. amen. So right. you begin right. to pray and ask God to forgive you first of all. For, you know, whether you knew it or not, whether you understood it or not, repentance is just that powerful. That if you turn to the Lord and repent and repent, it's showing God that you take responsibility for it, whether you knew it or not. 
Wow. And that you're turning to him. And, and the Bible tells us to keep coming to him, keep turning to him until every hindrance is removed. So you're repenting because you do not want there to be any hindrance there. Anything right. that will separate you from the Lord. Amen. You're showing him by your actions that you're willing to deal with it. Amen. And then you pray and yeah. you ask God to, to help you, help you to come out of that place. And, and, and he right. will begin to walk you, uh, you know, walk you through that process so that your relationship can be totally restored to him, you know, and you can, uh, and then you can be sensitive again and you can have that intimacy with him again. Because one mm-hmm. thing we don't want, brother, is to be spiritually dead. Amen. Amen. It causes you to be spiritually dead. Wow. 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 You know, because man, that's that's man, that's so on point, you know, because yes, that's um, serious stuff and that's why I use those words because I use words like that so people can see the seriousness of it and right. they can be shaken out of that place of uh stupor, you know. Mm. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, the the thing that really got me, sis, family, that you know, like I said, we 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 walk through this with you, you know, and and it's one of those things that where, um, that as we get this revelation and we present it on on Saturday, especially with this word here, it's such a rich, deep word. It's a now word or rhema word. It's it's a needed word in the body. And it, it's like I said at the beginning of the program, it's just steady unfolding. I know in my life, you know, because some of the things that I was, I could not see or grab a hold to, I wondered why, what was going on in my walk. You know, because I was doing the same things you were doing, family. A lot of it. I was praying. I was fasting. I was doing all these things, but never seeing my circumstances change. And a lot of times it get worse. And I felt like, you know, when I went to somebody, you know, the first thing they tell you is, oh, you got to have more faith. You got to have more faith. Put some faith on it. Well, you know, when you're in that place of complacency, you can't use your faith. And that's where I want you to stop and think, family. Are you in a place where it seems like you've been praying and fasting and your circumstances are maybe not be changing and things you can't hear God in your circumstances? You got to sit back like, like uh, Pastor Gene was saying and, 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 you know, start that place of repentance. You know, we gave a lesson on repentance um, not too long ago. Uh, go back on the website and listen to it. Listen to the power of it, you know. I think one of the things that you said, and correct me if I'm wrong, sis, that uh, we have to look at repentance as being a gift, an opportunity, not just to squander away, but to use it. Because that's the only thing that, that, that helps us become powerful is repentance. But, you know, and that's where I was, sis, you know, and it really had me reflecting this week. You know, because I was. I would call you, man, I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've never seen my situation change. And I know one of the reasons being is 
I was not taking, I was, me being complacent didn't allow me to take authority of that situation. See, because in James 4 and 3, it says, you ask and do not receive because you ask and miss that you may spend it on your pleasures. And if I recall correctly, sis, that was one of the definitions of complacency, wasn't it? Heaping yep. pleasures yep. upon yourself? Yes, it was. Self-indulgent. So, so the word says I'm asking and I don't receive because I'm asking from a place of complacency. So I don't have any authority. I don't have any, any authority to to ask and receive these things that were already predestined and promises that were set aside for me because I'm in this place and I have no authority. And Jesus said, all authority in Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and earth. He has all authority in heaven and earth. So if I'm in this place where I'm complacent, and he's telling me I'm asking a miss. My situation isn't changed. It's not that I'm not on my knees praying. It's not that I'm not crying out to God. It's I'm crying out from a place where he is not hearing me. And the reason being is because I'm in a place of complacency. And he's waiting for me to come out. And I'm telling you, family, when you slowly start to transition out in out of that place of complacency, things do change. You change. Your attitude change. Everything around you starts to slowly change. Let me rephrase that. Everything within you starts to slowly change. Everything around you may not change, but everything within you starts to slowly change. But you know, Pastor Gene, you see that 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 man that that to me, James four and three just really kind of summed it all up. You know, because it isn't a lack of us not praying, but what place are we praying from? I'd like to hear your take on that, Pastor Gene. Well, you know, brother, I have to go to a a, a place of my own personal experience with that. Amen. Because Amen. You see, when you're you're and and I, I I'm trying to be delicate about this about what I'm about to say, but I'm really not wanting to be delicate about it. But when you <laughs> when you're complacent, you're just full of religion, a stinky old religion that's full of dead men's bones and whitewashed tomb, yeah. and yeah. that's what the Bible says. Amen. You just as soon lie as you as you are to tell the truth. Right, right, right. Get that dude. It just, it just depends on how I'm feeling. And and half of the time I'm deceived anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. it, it, there, you know, there's no standard, very little standard of righteousness. Where there's no standard of righteousness, then there's a lot of self-righteousness. Amen? When there's a mm-hmm. lot of self-righteousness, there's a lot of pride. And pride will do whatever yeah. it has to look good. If it has to lie, if it has to cheat, if it has to whatever it needs to do, right? Mm, because it, yeah, it's yeah. nothing to do with, with God's standards of righteousness. Mm, Are you here, brother? Are you, so 
it's what, you know, and, and that's what they said about the religious leaders. They knew the law. They studied the law, but they couldn't keep the law. But they wanted to make it a burden mm. for the people. Amen? Mm. It said it right, put right, burdens right. Upon back to people that they themselves couldn't bear. Mm. So that means that they couldn't tell the truth. They couldn't keep the word. But they were constantly telling the people what they needed to do in order to be righteous. When they themselves right. were not righteously. Wow. Does Amen. that not make them a liar and a hypocrite? I mean, I mean I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it does. So, you know, we, we, we have to first of all, and that's why I keep hammering that thing and hammering it, because when you're in a state of complacency, you don't see how serious it is for you. Mm. But if God is saying things like you're spiritually dead, amen, you're, you're amen. self-centered, you're only thinking about yourself, you're lukewarm, amen, you're, you're a amen. whitewashed tomb, amen, you're full of dead men's bones. If those are the type of things that God calls it, then we need to take a second look at that, brother. There's nothing pretty about it. Oh, right, right. Amen. Amen. So I can't say I, I hate we, religion. I don't know if Pastor Jean went on mute. We lost her. I'm here. You still there? I say, oh, I, okay. I, I, I can't say that I hate religion, but live complacent. Right. Exactly. Wow, that's a good point. Wow. Wow. Man, you know, this thing is, is, is family. We were trying to tell, like, I... I it wasn't a disclaimer at the beginning of the show, but I just wanted to let you know that how serious it is. You know, this 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 word complacency is has been a problem within the body of Christ for too long. And when the Lord gave us this word a couple of weeks ago, this is where I want you guys complacency. We didn't really know what it would entail at first, but now that we're giving it and presenting it to you. It's very serious. It's very, very, very serious, you know, because it's almost like a cancer that will look to just continue to erode at your spirit man, spirit woman, till it's dead. And the problem is you don't even know you're dying until you're dead. And the thing that we're talking about now is a place of authority. And I want you to turn with me real quick to John chapter 14. And I'm going to read, I'm going to start at verse 9. Now, we we know what uh, James 4 and 3 says, that we're asking from a, when we ask from a place of complacency, we're asking amiss. But look look at what Jesus said, truly. Let's look at what he says about once we get to that place where we're not complacent and we have that unity, look at what he said, starting at verse 9. Jesus said to him, now he's talking to Philip, have I been with you so long and yet ye have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am 
in the Father and the Father in me, or else, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do a greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And you know, sis, that really kind of really hit me hard when I was uh, reading over and studying for today and how we have so much left on the table that we haven't even touched yet. So much left on the table that we haven't even touched yet because of this thing called complacency. And it really kind of hits you in the gut, so to speak, because there is so much more that we're able to do, we're capable of doing from a spiritual standpoint, but this thing, complacency, has got us so bound up and constricted till we can't even do it. Now, the word says, Jesus said that we're supposed to do works greater, greater works, but we don't see that today. Why is that, sis? You know, you know, brother, as, as you've been sharing, the thing that, that God uh, brought back to my remembrance is that when you're in a place of complacency, you're not seeking God for the remedy. Amen? You're not, uh, you know, God showed me, even with the situation that's going on in the world now, if the church would seek him for a remedy, he would hear, their, he would hear an answer. But when we were, we were in a place of complacency before it started, and we're still in a place of complacency as we're going through it. Because Ooh, when you, it, wow. it's like the body, you just accept whatever comes. Okay, we got to wear that. Okay, okay, okay. We can't go to church. Well, okay. So you see that spirit of complacency. You just, you go along with whatever, it, whatever the enemy is bringing. Wow. We let him shut down wow. the churches, shut down the schools. Amen. We uh, 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 Amen. confine us to ours. Amen. Are you seeing? That's the spirit of complacency in operation right there. Mm. It causes wow. you not to seek God for the remedy. You just accept whatever wow. it is. So how can you do two things? You're going to do one or the other. Amen. Amen. Wow. That was uh, that was deep. That was good. That was that was that was spirit filled. That was good. I, that was an awesome, awesome word. I um I want to take a minute here and um, I'm going to let our producer, pastor, our current resident pastor at TPV Ministry. I know me and him talked offline about this a little bit, and I just want to bring him in to see if he's got any insight in the spirit family that he can share with you about. Complacent and being complacent. Complacency, I'm sorry. Pastor Chris, you have the floor, sir. Yes, sir. I'm not going to take too much of your time because just like the first show, this show is definitely off the chain. 
with complacency. But I, I do want to say one thing to piggyback off of what Pastor Jean said and what she said, Brother Don, in regards to it. Uh, the religion of we call Christianity, um, we have leaned too much on the religious statures, mandates, and doctrines that have been set before us with church dumb. Yeah, I made that up. But we created this environment where we, we it's okay for us to be cool with, okay, there's no church. All right. Oh, it's okay. I can still keep doing my thing and I can still keep sinning. Oh, it's okay not to be transparent and say, hey, you know what? I have issues, brother. I have issues, sister. Just please pr- continue to pray for me. Um, being transparent enough and real enough as to, to put your issues on the table so we can pray together and sharpen each other together. But we've gotten so complacent with the religious aspect of what we believe that we forgot that the relationship is vital. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the relationship with Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ was one for bringing people or his disciples that were complacent because of who he was. He always challenged them. Even in the midst of their own storms, Jesus still challenged them to be better men and women of God, period. He didn't say, oh, it's okay. It's okay, Peter. You cut his ear off. It's all right. Or it's okay, disciples. You went to sleep when I was out, um, when I was up on the mount praying. It's okay. No, he chewed him out. And see, we don't see, we don't see or hear or get that preached to us enough. We want to talk about the lamb. We want to talk about the lamb of God. He's so he's such a, a peaceful God and this, this, and that. Listen, when it comes to the things of God, God set the Ten Commandments for a reason. Jesus was the one who was the physical embodiment that died for our knuckleheads. So we can't we don't have to be complacent with the rule. He gave us the grace so we can be challenged of our complacency so we can change. Now, we got so caught up in the rule that even in the word back even in the word it, it's repeat, history is repeating itself. If you if you read the word of God, don't you really think if you look at us as a body of believers I think we're acting just like the Israelites acted when they were in the in, when they were in the desert for forty days and forty nights, and they didn't have to be. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, know, I'm no prop, I'm no self-proclaimed prophet, but we have to understand something. We are repeating the same cycle over and over and over again, and even in this pandemic, we're still doing the same nonsense. We're still trying mm. to package. Stuff that doesn't need to be packaged. We're still trying to make money off of people uh, based off of how they feel and their emotions. We're taking the fear of people instead of giving them the fuel to give them fearless tactics. We're giving them more fear taxes so you, they can sow into our ministry and we can mail them a prayer cloth thinking that's going to change things. No, they're complacent in the fact that they know that they're gonna to listen to a word of God, and we're gonna give, we're gonna uh, 
play their heartstrings with the complacency to get them to give. So this is how we're going to do it. See, we're doing all this stuff instead of bringing words like this, bringing words like Mm -hmm. offense that we had earlier on today, bringing another word on tomorrow when we're talking about the battle of depression. See, these are things that need to be preached because this is what's keeping people complacent. This is why people don't want to move beyond the complacency and they want to stay in it because they feel that it's okay because God's got grace on it. I'll be okay. No, God's trying to challenge us. God is trying to build us up. God is ready to move in a way that we have not seen, and it's coming, but we're still sitting on our hands because we want to still do what we want to do or what we were taught by bishop or apostle, no disrespect intended, but I'm trying to make a point. We got to get off of what the man said and what God Mm -hmm. said. We need to understand Mm -hmm. that Pastor Jean is right. She's going ham and cheese. And I don't blame her because I feel the same way. We we are allowing our families to be destroyed. We are allowing ourselves to be destroyed based off of stuff that we were taught 20, 30 years ago in church. Instead of reading what the word of God actually says, putting those things on the altar and getting them dealt with and being able to talk to brothers and sisters in the faith that's going to give it to you straight and they still going to love you and not talk about you. This is what we need, but yet we still run and hide and and duck and dodge because we dealing with some issues and we don't want nobody to know about it. So just let me be quiet. But in the, but in the light of it, God's got you on a spotlight, especially if you are a man or woman of God that's preaching the gospel that's totally outside the box. You are going to be challenged every single day to be proven, to be pruned, to be pricked, to take all the nonsense and toxins that were put in your spirit so you can preach the word of God in purity. This is where God has us right now. And this thing called complacency has taken all of us to a whole new level of, of, of just being straight lazy. And I'm just going to keep it real. We're being lazy, and we're not operating on what we should be operating in because we feel in some kind of way. I got the T-shirt that had the MP3 player. I'm no different from anybody else. But hearing words like this, gets me pumped up. And I'm sorry to sound a little pumped up right now. This is your show, and I need to be quiet. But I want to say one more thing, and I'm going to be out of here. We have to understand that we have to come together, period. I don't care what ministry you're in. I don't care if you're a bishop of 20 locations. You have to be connected with your sheep, You have to be connected with your ministry team. You have to be connected because everybody's doing their own thing, and I'm still being – I've still had a little sugar in my tank, but yet I'm still singing praise and worship. Or I still drink – got a little uh, problem with my flesh, but I'm still going to preach to the ladies in the front row – Uh, That's all single and make sure the ushers bring them to the front with their short short skirts on you I can I can go on and on and on but the the bottom line is this family It is time for us to get out of this stupor of of, Oh, I don't feel qualified God. Oh God. You can't use a wretch like me read the word of God family 
the people in this, the, the great men and women of God in this book were murderers, whoremongers. They, they, they were the worst of the worst, but yet God took them out and made them anew. Even when they were still going through their mess, they were, especially David, he was man enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to be complacent in the fact that I got a woman problem. I'm not going to be complacent in the fact that I'm going to go ahead and kill that man, uh, kill that, uh, the husband of that woman uh, so I can get her for myself. David was not complacent in his sin, and we ought to feel the same way. We ought to be ripping our clothes off like David did going before our face before the Father daily, asking him to take it. Will he Will he do it? Absolutely. But we got to be willing to give it to him so we can stop this complacency. But I'm done. Let me go ahead and give you back the floor before I start preaching again. Pastor Gene, Brother Don, I'm done. Back to you. Amen. 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 We, um, you know, sis, I was just, um, you know, uh, Pastor Chris, had, while he was ministering, it, it just really hit me. Before we go, and I want to, you know, we always like to make things where it's practical. What do we tell the people that may have been listening here today that may be feeling a little ashamed or may realize it and just really feel like, um, you know, they're really down and, and, and they, they need an uplifting word once they realize, you know, God has shown me my complacency today through listening to this message. What would you say to them, sis? You know, brother, this is, this is what I would say. We need to be sensitive, first of all, to where the spirit of the Lord is moving. Amen. Because God is is moving, God is uh, revealing himself, and God is doing a new thing that has never been done before. Amen? The reason I say that is because the pandemic, whatever it is we're dealing with, that's never happened to this degree before. Amen? So if this is worldwide, then would you not think also that God, the all-sovereign, all-powerful God, would have a plan, would have a strategy? Amen? Right, right, right. I do not believe there are some pastors saying this is the judgment of God, this is the wrath of God. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe that God wants to rescue his people. Amen? I believe Mm -hmm. if we would just the faith of the Lord, this thing could have been cut short two months ago, three months ago. Amen? Mm -hmm. So I believe the place where God is calling his prophets, where God is calling his apostles, where God is calling his pastors, calling his evangelists, calling his teachers, amen, to come and seek the faith of the Lord. Yes. Seek the faith of the Lord. Amen? So, first of all, we have to realize who we are and what our position is. Amen? I was sharing with my brother this morning that when the sons of Sheba went to do deliverance because they saw the disciples, 
and they went into the house, and when they attempted to do deliverance, the the, the demon said, who are you? Right, right. <laughs> who right, are you? Right. Meaning you're, op- you're trying to operate illegally. You have no right to be here. I don't even know you. Mm. You carry no weight in the spiritual realm. Amen? Mm. And that's where Amen. we are. We're trying to perpetrate and be something, and the enemy is saying, who are you? Wow. Wow. <laughs> but I believe yeah. if we could get to that place of admitting we're not all of that, because if we were all of that, we would have spoke to something by now. And acknowledge who we really are and say, Lord, here we are. We're coming before you to seek your faith. We acknowledge yeah. our sin before you, sin of thinking that we, are, we know what to do and how to do it, and we don't need your interference. Any and all of that, whatever the spirit of the Lord puts on our heart to repent of, brother, we repent for that. We Amen. request an audience with the Lord. Amen? Amen. And we say, God, here am I. Here Father am God, I. you show me. You show me. You made me. You created me. You know everything there is to know about me, Father God. So, Father God, I'm coming before you. I'm coming naked just like I am. I know nothing. That's the first attitude we have to have as, as children or citizens of heaven. For in spirit, I don't know. Unless you tell me, Father, I don't know. Wow. Coming to him just like that, brother, and saying, yeah. Father, do that work in me. Do the work yeah. in me. Expose the issues of my heart. Where I think I'm all of that, forgive me and show me who I really am. Show me how you see me. Amen? Because we can Amen. see, brother, things are not going to go back, they say, to normal or what we consider normal. The church, the new meaning normal. the church included, <laughs> if the world right. is not going to go back to what, what they were used to, do, then do you think the church is going back to what it was used to? No. Wow. No. Amen? So yes. now God has given us grace to seek him, grace to come before him. Amen? Yeah. To seek his face, to seek his face until everything that hinders us is removed. Yes. It's time Hallelujah. to seek the face of the Lord. It's time for me to seek the face of the Lord. It's time for you to seek the face of the Lord. It's time for all of us. Just genuinely seek the faith of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, family, there it is. You know, I'm, and when my sister was ministering, I was just, the Apostle Paul was in my spirit when he was talking to Timothy. And sometimes we just have to go back to our first works. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to run from. You know, sometimes you just have to go back to that place where, in the beginning, it was just you, and it was Jesus. And you asked him to come in your heart to make you new, to cleanse you, to wash you. And, you know, he's willing to do it today just like he did the first time for you, whether it was last month, last year, 20 years ago. 
It don't matter. He's always there to wash you clean. Now, I'm going to bring Pastor Chris in to give all the plugs, because uh, like I said, family, this uh, ministry is moving and growing to the point where, you know, I have to, I have to call Pastor Chris to find out where we're at and what's going on half the time. So, Pastor Chris, you have the floor to give the plugs for TPB ministry. Amen? Amen. Yes. Sir, okay. I had I got I had to drink some water and cool down a little bit because uh, Pastor Gene got me started. I'm gonna blame it on Pastor Gene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. I ain't get to mess with her in a while. I ain't get to mess with her in a while. So yeah. I really <laughs> a lot of people, Pastor Chris. They tell me I really get yeah. people going. Well, that, that's that's why you and Brother Don are thunder and lightning. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff going on here at TPV Radio, and yes, we are still uh, open for uh, new um, new and exciting ministry ministry that is not puffed up ministry that's going to go ham and cheese for the Lord. We are still looking for you. Uh, you can inquire uh, at TPV Radio 2020 at gmail.com or the psalmist voice at gmail.com for our inquiries. Also, we have uh, the Spin Awards. We heard, we've been hearing about that for the last month now. And yes, we have been nominated for several categories, including the station, uh, also the psalmist voice reloaded, myself. Uh, and it, it's just, God has just been awesome. Uh, later, uh, earlier, uh, was it later on? Later part of last year, uh, God was so awesome to even put us put us on the ballot for the Stellars, and now we have the Spins. So we just thank God for what He's doing. And yes, Brother Don is right. We're just a little old station that's just doing what God called us to do. And I'm very humbled and honored and grateful to have great men and women that are with TPV Radio. Uh, Brother Don, Pastor Gene, Pastor Michael, uh, Minister Lorraine. We also have uh, pa- Pastor Sandra Grace, Pastor Sego. Uh, we we have uh, a lot of great men and women of God on the team. And yes, we all are going through in our own individual ways. And God is convicting all of us with the word that we bring. So don't take it don't take it lightly that what we bring to you. We're going actually even going, we're going through it or we've been through it so we can tell you how to get through it, if that makes sense. But anyway, you can uh, go to, you can go to our website, www.tpvradionetwork.com. You can subscribe for the website. You can also subscribe right here on blocktalkradio.com as well, blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio, either or. Uh, yes, you can still download Live 365. We're doing some things right now, but you can listen to all of the shows on Live 365. They they go on at their regularly scheduled time. So this week's show you'll hear uh, next week, uh, next Saturday evening, right after the, the, the show airs, you'll hear the show that was recorded the previous week. So we got a lot going on. We thank God for what he's doing. So download the app Live365. 
and search the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Bypass the subscription button. Just hit the X on there on the upper left-hand side of the screen, and you can take TPV everywhere with you. We're on Apple, iTunes. We're on uh, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere. So, family, you can't miss it. Our international listeners, you can listen to us also on radio.net as well. So we thank you all for what you've done thus far. We thank you for all of you that have supported TPV Radio, and you continue to make the family bigger and better, and and we're continuing to seek God's face to continue to give you a word from him, and we're not going to give you a bunch of cliches. We're going to give you to you straight, straight from the hip, because Jesus went raw, and he told it like it is, so why can't we? Just saying, and especially at a time like this. So, I'm done with all my plugs. Uh, don't miss us tomorrow. Thomas Voice uh, Reloaded. We'll be back 2 o'clock p.m. and also Cell Life right after at 4.30 with Michael Sabalos. So check us out tomorrow, TPV Radio. I'm out. God bless you. Back to you, Brother Don and Pastor Gene. Amen, amen. I told you, family, it's, uh, it, 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 God's really doing a miraculous thing. Over there in Central Texas, the TPV ministry. But God bless you, family. We we pray that this time we spent with you was a fruitful time for you. We pray that you've gleaned everything that God had in store for you this day. We don't take any opportunity as we come before you lightly. We, we're humbled as we come before you. We thank God for each and every one of you. You are our family, and you are loved, and you are someone. So remember, go out to the website. Listen to some of these other messages that we have, and also just the whole ministry portfolio there at TPV, like Pastor Chris said, awesome, awesome men and women of God ministering the truth, the truth. So God bless you, family. We love you, and make sure you tune in. Every Saturday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer. And we're so thankful. We love you. We'll see you again. Amen. Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over TPV Radio, Central Texas With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.